Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 187 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, where the vibes couldn't be any higher, with my fellow After Game Award votees. Let's go! My name's Craig, also a votee. My name is also Craig. Um, Do the awards even matter anymore? No, probably not. We'll get into the we'll get into that in the news yep, this week. Yep. Uh, as mm-hmm. over, overall, I felt like it was more just an E three and with some awards sprinkled in at the end. <laughs> I know. Uh, yep. We'll kind of we'll kind of get into it a little bit more. But what what I did want to ask is just because we're already in the news. Speaking of the game awards, mm-hmm. there's no transition needed. Of uh, do I, does anybody have anything not game awards related? Well, let's um, go ahead and do that first. Okay, I have just some small ones here that I wanted to not forget to mention. The one was season two of The Last of Us uh, 2025. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is probably one of the one of the first casualties of the writer's strike that we're seeing. I think a lot of us expected 2024, but it makes sense because now they can really start getting into it. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's fine. There's going to be plenty of things to watch this coming year that I can wait an extra year. That's only yeah. going to be, from what they're saying, half of the game. I think they're still talking about two seasons for that second game. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that's cool. I'm ready. I'm excited. Hopefully, hopefully it's good. Hopefully. <laughs> um, and then the other one, also movie-related. Uh, I don't know if you guys are Ocean Eleven, like that whole series uh, fans. I know I am. Yeah. Grew up on, on Ocean's Eleven. Um, on. Getting another one. And this one I'm actually excited about uh, Oceans, which is going to be a prequel uh, with Danny Ocean and his wife. But we're getting a reunited of Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie playing uh, husband and wife. So the Barbie co-actors are going to be reunited. I think it's going to be sweet. That sounds like the perfect pairing. If you're going to pick somebody to play uh, a young Danny Ocean, I think Ryan Gosling is a good pick. Yeah, especially after his comedic display rec- recently, you know, yep. in Barbie. Yep. How many uh, how many Barbie jokes do you think they're going to put in there? None. I think they stay far away from it. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. Because I mean, those movies have a a certain tone to them, and I don't think putting a Barbie joke in there would work. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. it's a comedy. Barry, have you watched the Ocean movies? I have not. No. Oh, there's another one to add to your Ooh. list: Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Twelve. 13's not bad, honestly. I have to and find out where they're streaming. If they are, that'll be the... They, they have to be streaming They have somewhere. to be on something, yeah. Yeah. It, um, they're, they're heist movies, right? Yep. Yeah, and it's okay. like the... It's probably the first recollection I have of an ensemble cast like that. I know there's yep. been other movies before with that, but if I'm thinking about my youth, that was one of those, like... That was what The Expendables is doing you know, yep. in the last, you know, decade, but with action stars, you know, so. Only better than the Expendables. Better than the Expendables, yes. <laughs> um, the last thing I had, not related, kind of, but game related, I just wanted to get everybody's thoughts on the uh, no return mode in this Last of Us Part Two remaster. This, like, I don't even know what you would call it. No, yeah, uh, this little, yeah. like, roguelike thing. Roguelike, which, yeah, yeah, roguelike. Um, this seems to be what every game developer seems to be wanting to make right now for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but the, I think it looks, 
okay. I don't know if it's like it be, it, this seems like something that should be multiplayer, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest. And it doesn't look like it is. So yep. I just don't really see the point. Like maybe you try it once or twice um, and then yep. that's it. But I it would have to like real. I'd have to be really engrossed in the gameplay to do it. And if I'm going to do yeah. a roguelike of a, of a game that I enjoy the combat of. It's not going to be The Last of Us. It's going to be a game we talk about later. Yeah. 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 Do you think that is exactly what it is? Is the studio just trying it out first before they would maybe venture into multiplayer version of that? Like they're kind of. Well, just they, they, they were the made. They were trying to make one of those. Yeah, it got canceled. Um, yeah, didn't it? And, it and it got, got canceled. canceled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't need that in The Last of Us, though. Like. I mean, I might try it just because I, I just played through The Last of Us Part 2. So, like, the idea of buying this again, even though it's only 10 bucks, and playing through it again, I don't know if I'm going to do that. Um, so I might just check it out and see. I mean, the idea of playing as different characters sounds interesting, but, like, it all depends on the replay value on this thing. If it's, like, half-baked and you play it, you know, twice and you've seen everything you need to see out of it, there's no point to touch it again. I personally just don't need anything except an immersive Last of Us story, if I'm being mm-hmm. completely honest. I know game developers get pressure to outdo themselves. Right. Installment after installment, D- DLC after DLC. But I don't know if I'm going to, or if I'm ex- even excited about it. I, I'm kind of lukewarm at the moment. <laughs> like, oh, there it is. You know, so yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. But I mean, at the end of the day, thank God for the $10 upgrade price. Mm-hmm. Barry, I know you spent a bunch more to get the other, other edition, but. The ten dollar for me is like perfect. I will one hundred percent give them ten bucks. Those those steel books all together are gonna look real nice. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. For that in, price. in the in the end, that's the, the, that's what it's all for, I guess. The real um, question though is, did you get your Sora amiibo pre ordered? I did not. No, because mm. that, that oh. thing sells sold out quick. It's mm. gonna be this. I I hope it's just the same thing with the um, Tears of the Kingdom amiibo. Like I thought those were gonna be rare. But they're, you know, stores still have them. So right, I'm right. just like, it's Disney affiliated, Square Enix affiliated. Like, come on, just make enough of them that everybody can get them. It's great. It should be fine. I, I really don't want to have to go into the black market for that. But StockX. <laughs> I know a guy. Yeah. I know. I got a guy. That's fair. That's all the all the like outside news I had Just short ones. OK, so what I'll do first is we'll go into the game awards. And in case you didn't watch it i will go over every winner uh and then we can just give i guess our thoughts on the winners before we get into all the trailers and the little drama this uh this the game yeah game awards we didn't have any like people storm the no but that kid was there yeah the kid oh was he i didn't see that the kid was there he got he got a trespassing order but he was there Uh, okay Hmm. yep (laughs) so games for impact winner was to chia we have Super Mario Bros. Wonder as family game. Game art direction went to Alan Wake 2. Esports player was Faker. Action adventure went to Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Action game went to Armored Core 6 uh, Fires of Rubicon. Let's see here. Uh, Alan Wake. Uh, game slash studio direction was Alan Wake. Content creator of the year was Iron Mouse. Uh, narrative went to Alan Wake 2. Yes. Role playing yes, game went to Baldur's Gate 3. Esports game went to Valorant. 
See, uh, independent game went to Sea of Stars. Greg. <laughs> Anticipated game went to Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Duh. <laughs> Multiplayer game went to Baldur's Gate 3. Mobile game went to Honkai Star Rail. Let's go. <laughs> I knew Best you were excited. Ad- <laughs> I was. <laughs> Best adaptation went to The Last of Us. Uh, best ongoing game, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, it's not an ongoing and, game, but continue. Yeah. yeah, I guess for whatever reason, uh, it's definitely missing some. I don't know why, I because I, I'm looking at here, and it was best music was... Uh, uh, what was it? It was... I don't remember. Was it, oh, what it was, was best music? Game no, it was, it, no, it was... Uh, oh. It was the game we love so much. Hi, hi, oh, uh, hi, hi, uh, yeah, oh, Hi-Fi Rush. Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, we yeah, also love Final Fantasy 16, but yeah. Can't believe, I almost forgot, can't, believe, can't believe I almost forgot about that. That would have been pretty bad. Yeah. So best art direction was Alan Wake 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, best score in music was Final Fantasy uh, 16, which, yeah, best score in music. So sure. Final yep. Fantasy 16 audio design was. was Hi-Fi Rush. Audio design. Oh, uh, yeah, yep. yeah. Best performance went to Neil Newbon of Baldur's Gate 3. Innovation and accessibility went to Forza Motorsport, and I think I, I think I pretty much got all of that. Oh, best uh, debut indie game was Cocoon. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. Best VR AR game was uh, Resident Evil Village. That didn't probably didn't have much of it. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a clearly game of the year. <laughs> best fighting was Street Fighter Six. Best RPG was also. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, and best sim slash strategy was Pikmin 4. Best racing slash sports was Forza Motorsport. And lastly, now that I have all of them, uh, lastly, game of the year probably went to no surprise if you're reading the context clues, uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. You know what? One thing I wanted to point out. What's the game that didn't win anything? Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Incredible. yeah, which speaking of, I guess, well, I guess we can get right into like that drama point there because you segued into it so nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are fighting over the Internet uh, on the Internet. Sorry, of course, about the differences in Baldur's Gate 3 and the differences in Spider-Man 2 over like certain awards. Uh, just because some of the stuff that Baldur's Gate 3 won for, which I think was RPG multiplayer. I'm trying to remember what what exactly was the one that got people like, like the, those two communities fighting over each other uh, just because. How dare Sony first party not win an award? It wasn't it was players. Not... Vo- it wasn't players yeah. voice, right? No. Uh, okay. Let's see here. I think it was maybe best game direction just because. Okay. Bless you. Yeah, Good one. You, Sorry about that, guys. Um, <laughs> I think it was best game direction because like there was a clip of when Miles gets punched by Sandman and he kind of gets punched several blocks back and zooms all the way back in. Whereas the gate or the game gameplay for Baldur's Gate three was stab. And then that was it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, it's definitely a lot. And I, I got to be honest with you guys. I got into so many arguments this week about gamers on either side of the fence, but never in the middle. I, I'm the one in yeah. the middle. 
Like yeah. it was it was terrible this week. I was losing brain cells. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. T- t- talking talking to people who are still my friends. Let's be honest. Like I'm not ruining yeah. friendships or anything like that. But it was it was a terrible terrible um, time because the 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 argument is is the Spider Man fans see Baldur's Gate as of uh, uh, as a word mid and boring, where Baldur's Gate fans or Baldur's Gate three fans see the game uh, see Spider Man as just another you know, Sony exclusive in mm-hmm. a way. So there's, you know, there's room to be had on both sides. I, I am personally, I wish Spider-Man did win something would have been nice to win something. I thought the game was good enough to win something. I um, think act, I think action adventure is where it should have won over Zelda. That's just me opinion. Like that, I almost felt like they're like, well, we got to give yeah. Zelda something, you know, cause it's not going to win game of the year now. Like everybody thought it would. Yeah, when I saw that, I was also I'm in agreement with you on that, Craig. Um, yeah, I was surprised that Spider-Man Two did not win that. Yep. Um, it's just wild to me to not see a, a a Sony first-party exclusive win something, because we're so and that's not like a dig. That's just like we're so conditioned to like Sony first-party games are like top-tier games. They always have been in the past what five, ten years. You just expect that like. Oh, there's a God of War. There's a Spider-Man coming out. That's game of the year material before we even play it. And I still think it is game of the year material. I just don't think it is game of the year. And that's coming from somebody who hasn't played Baldur's Gate. And I'm going to try it, but I guarantee you I'm probably not going to like it. But it probably deserves it. Yeah, Yeah, gameplay is different. Yeah, go ahead, Greg. Yeah, no, I was going to say, as somebody who played both and who actually beat, you know, Spider-Man 2 did not beat Baldur's Gate yet, I... Mm -hmm. To me, it wasn't a question. Um, I know we had this talk last week about you know our 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 picks um, collectively, and, and there, there there's a world where I could I wouldn't be upset if Spider Man Two uh, won more categories um, than it actually sorry won any categories. But I understand why Baldur's Gate Three cleaned house in a lot of them. I also but like I I'm. I don't know. I thought it was going to win something, mm-hmm. but Barry, I, I kind of admire your middle spot because, you know, as gamers, we're naturally outraged or ecstatic. Those are like the two feelings that we have. There's no, there's no like with stuff like this. And I don't, I don't see why there's so much drama with it. Um, but you know, we we do we do definitely argue about everything. So, so I I mean I could see I could understand why there is. So, well, and, and a lot of the time too, it's the, these gamers and the people who of course are loudest on the internet. They've either played one or the other. Mm-hmm. They haven't played both. So it's so, and that's my biggest pet peeve with all of it. Is I'm pretty sure there's a word for like showing favoritism over one thing, but then never exploring or experiencing or even giving the other thing a chance. Yep. Um, I think it's prejudice. Maybe it may be that, yeah. uh, that's mm-hmm. probably the word I'm looking for, but it, it's, it, it blows my mind. Baldur's Gate three and Spider-Man two are both fantastic games. They are. Spider-Man two won something short, uh, but Spider-Man two did win the fastest selling PS five uh, console exclusive game. So, yeah, uh, an award for that studio isn't going to do anything. 
it, it they just you know, put it on the box and let's be honest how many people look at that when you're buying a game exactly Seriously. and digital digital wise yeah. you don't even see it anymore it'll exactly. be on the pa- they'll put it on the page you know what i mean yeah. like i bet you if you, go, you turn on your xbox right now and go to forza on game pass those two awards are probably on the the page for it yeah um i mean me personally like i was psyching myself up to get upset that Alan Wake didn't win any categories. And the fact that yeah. it won multiple just blew my mind. Yeah. Like that, that to me was more shocking than Spider-Man not winning. Cause I know I love Alan Wake. I always have. And I just always assume that like, it's always going to get overlooked. So it was nice that it actually was acknowledged It's like, no, it actually is a good game. And yeah, I'm sorry especially... you got spoiled, Barry. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. I know we can talk about that and it, and maybe its own two to three minute, minute segment, but that was awesome. It's incredible. Um, I was I had small things I was surprised about, like Armored Core um, yeah. does not define the word action at all to me because of the things it's we talked paced. about. It is fast paced. And in pri- I know in prior um, in prior podcast episodes, we talked about it when it actually came out and we played a little bit of it. But, you know, my my gripe still is with the break that in the action that yep. seems to kind of take away from it. But I was surprised with that category. Um, I was surprised with Alan Wake two winning so much because we talked literally last week about how it's kind of almost a niche game. And was it going to get enough in the small amount of time that it's been out publicity, you know, for it to kind of, kind of take the hold that it did. So it's, it's surprising. And I'm again, shout out to, to to like just the entire anybody who had a hand in Alan Wake too because I mean they they should be very proud of themselves they really mm-hmm. should yeah so and I, we are into a little bit of the drama already so I guess we just continue to do the drama stuff um, the the next drama portion is Christopher Judge's remarks <laughs> on. Call yep. of Duty's campaign in his speech and then Call of Duty devs getting upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 you know, this one's tough. I try, I try to stay on both sides of the fence here uh, because on the one end, do I agree with Christopher Judge? Yes, the campaign is, t- is a, um, it's a disgrace to what yep. that campaign should have been and what we'd come to expect. But then also... I imagine this has a lot to do with developers being crunched. And from from what I understand, these original developers were told it was an expansion on the game and not a full-on game. But executives get greedy uh, and change everything up. And maybe with Xbox now or Microsoft now owning that studio, things will change. Uh, And maybe we will find... I'm hoping they just scrap whatever that whatever that campaign was i know they won't um it hurts that they probably won't because they should that on both ends of the spectrum no one's really right here you know it's everyone knows that god of uh sorry (laughs) (laughs) Um, call of duty's campaign is short and not very good um but did christopher judge need to say that probably not Mm -mm. i find myself like I love Christopher Judge. He's a phenomenal voice actor and he'll like Kratos is iconic. But every time he shows up in a award show, I just kind of like roll my eyes. It's like, oh, yeah. my God, here we go again. Like the dude just he needs to chill a little bit. But at the same time, if you put out 
a disgusting single player campaign like that, you deserve to get made fun of. You really do. And again, it may not be the developer's fault, but the fact is, is you let that go out the door and called that your campaign and everybody else has been making fun of it and saying how bad it is. He's not the only person who's taken a shot at it. He just did it on a bigger stage. Yeah. And I think that's where I'm, I don't, don't, don't do, don't do it at the gala event. Like we're all talking about it. We all know. I'm sure, I'm sure if you asked, you know, uh, even some people on that team, they would maybe admit it to you after a couple of beers, you know, but just not there. And number one, he already has a stigma surrounding him. Judge himself. He's there. There was gag before it about him being there and about him keeping it short. And, you at home, I'm, I'm sure, like me, because this is how I was at home, I was just like, just don't say anything yep. too long. Just get off the stage, you know, that type of thing. And it, he just had to say something. So I don't know. I don't know if it was a lapse, a lapse in judgment or if it was or how his comedy routine is going, but <laughs> just not there, man. Yeah. Like, just not there. So, And just to segue into probably the last part in the I, I'm going to put it as the last part, the biggest part of the drama is the fact that this is supposed to be in a celebr a celebration of games. Yep. Uh, anybody who watched the game awards will under, will know that less than probably 20% of the show was like giving awards to these developers, giving them a chance to speak on their platform short yep. uh, speeches short, very much so. Um, and a lot of people had problems with it. And, I, and I'll be honest, I do, too. Yep. Um, if this was to be a trailer, a trailer show, then he should like Jeff Keighley. And this is, is false on Jeff Keighley uh, yep. should have been like, you know what? I don't need to talk to my best friend, my podcast friend, Hideo Kojima, for 15 <laughs> minutes about a trailer that showed 15 seconds of nothing. No, that, that um, looks I, phenomenal. No, and I get it. It looks <laughs> phenomenal, but yeah. the stage he gave Hideo Kojima for that, I'm I'm sorry, but what is that? Like, I, I think I think that comes down to the fact that Hideo has always backed the Game Awards from the beginning, so he feels like he owes. Like I I get that they're best friends, and and I liked the I like that Jordan Peele is involved in it as well. I I don't know, like it. The game just showed, and I get it's animation, like that's Unreal Engine 5. It's a yep. demo to show what that game can do. Um, but I get it. It's it's a horror game. Everybody's happy he's working on a horror game. Uh, game. Much like game. Put, it, put it in quotations. Movie yeah. slash game. Movie game. A, a meme. But, but no, if, you were, if you remember correctly, I know I brought it up. I feel like we all have at some point where we've... I have said personally that at this point Hideo just needs to make a movie because his games are yeah. always like 30 yep. hours of cutscenes. So like the idea of him doing oh, this, not. No, yes, they are. <laughs> the idea of him doing this, like excites me. Cause I'm like, yeah, this is what I want. Like do a movie, interactive movie. Like those games are out there. I've played a bunch of them. They're, they're fun. If you go in knowing that's what it is, if it's like, I'm going to watch this movie, I'm going to make some decisions, maybe do some light gameplay. Um, so for me, like they did spend a lot of time on it. I'm excited for, I was more excited for Jordan kind of hinting that there was other people involved as well. And I'm just like, Ooh, who else is in this thing? Um, but yeah, there was a lot of time for, you know, 
what little they showed, but they do this every year with Hideo. Every year. And they said it's a horror game, right? I heard that correctly. So Mm -hmm. if we're thinking of the man who literally created one of the, um, I guess, public sadness for not coming to fruition, scary games, going back into scary games with arguably one of the best horror director writers in the last of all time. All time? Okay. I think so. I think he's earned it. I was wondering. Yeah. Like that's, that's fair. We'll say all time. We'll say all time. So that collaboration is fantastic. I know there was a lot of people that were excited um, mm-hmm. and I yelped. I made a noise that I don't normally make as a human when Me that too. when that happens. So, yep, I did the that's Jordan. That's Jordan's music. Is he coming yeah. out? Is that Jordan? <laughs> you saw the Nikes and I went, that's Jordan. <laughs> that's nice. I see a pair of Nikes. That's Jordan for sure. <laughs> Get so excited. Yeah, and that was just like a small part of it. I I do understand all of the want to show off trailers, and that's what gets people to watch the show is the announcements. But the the developers deserve better. We're supposed to be celebrating them, and they get maybe a minute and a half on stage, and people are like, they're not only doing it, but like when two people come up, that first person, no, you don't like, you could talk, but that second person, we're going to start playing the music. Um, yep. it's just like, give get, you don't have to play the music the moment they stop talking. You can give yeah. the silence in the room a bit of like, you can give whatever words they say room to breathe before you yep. start doing all that. I, I just, I, I hope better that I hope Keely does better in the future just because it's not, you know, this year I get was exciting for a bunch of trailers. We haven't really seen a lot mm-hmm. of announcements as of, uh, as of late. So to get them was nice, but it it it, did, it didn't feel right for the developers that you invited so much to come through and now you've you pra- you practically kicked them off your stage. Yeah, why don't next year he just have some version of a red carpet where he plays the I don't know the less anticipated or what would be anticipated after the the trailers played type of games and play seventy to eighty percent as you're building it up like build a our red carpet around that save the big five to 10 for the mm-hmm. game awards. So that way you keep the people in and then do an award ceremony, yeah. like do an awards. There was one, there was a part where he listed five, what was it? Five awards yep. in a row. Yep. And it was, it the was way you list, Yeah. And it, it's like, but that's like the way you list a shopping list. You're like, all right, I need milk. I need cheese. What was the other yep. one? Um, yep. Oh yeah, that's right. Lettuce. <laughs> and they won an award. Yep. They won an award for, for, for the year in their category. Like, <laughs> come on. The the crazy thing to me was, it was his attitude for me the way he was running through them so quickly. But some of those categories, like the one specifically that stuck out for me was like the Armored Core one. That was what best best action game, right? Yeah. Like that was one he was just like, and best action game, uh, Armored Core. Okay, and I'm like, wait, normally best action's <laughs> like a big category. Right. Yeah. That, like that's one of oh, the yeah. staples. And he's just like listing it in a, a list of five. I get doing it at the beginning of the show and I forget her name. She did a good job of like, these are, yeah, these are the lesser known ones. But like, I get that because here's your best esports team. Those are the ones that like, yeah, list those out. Like we don't need to spend 20 minutes on these. But when you get to these like best action game, all that, like you need to give it some time. And on the side note, like, you can keep the musical performances. I think those are awesome. I thought like, so keep, too. 
keep those. But like, yeah, give those like that was the only award. I don't agree with it, but that's the only award that Armor Core won. Allow those developers to get up there and say something. Yeah, if uh, if Spider-Man would have won, do you oh, think he would have stopped? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because Sony would have made him. <laughs> yeah. But Bandai is, you know, they're a smaller company. <laughs> yeah. Especially compared to Sony. Yeah. It's just kind of disappointing. I agree. Yeah, that's at least a lot of the drama that happened with the with the game awards. Overall, I thought the show like it's exciting to see all mm-hmm. the trailers. And when we talk about the trailers next up here, uh, there's a lot to be excited about. Yeah, uh, it's just again a matter of the uh, the developers. I don't feel like got got their fair share of time. Uh, they didn't. And and that's and that's not fair to them. You know, we're supposed to be celebrating the people who brought us. Um, endless hours of fun the escape from the daily grind the mm-hmm. the representation that people want to see in media like games is the best platform for some of the ways to like make people feel better about themselves or make people forget about what's going on and those developers deserve a chance to say like thanks to the fans thanks to their families i and on behalf of this podcast like i'll say like thank you to every yep. single game yeah that it's been a year Mm-hmm. It has been a year. Yep. And they they deserve more. Of maybe we send out emails to the uh, to, to to these yes. companies and be like, do you want to provide a statement? And I'll <laughs> we'll read it on our, uh, or send us a video message and I'll put I'll put it in the video. Yep. Uh, I'll do I'll do whatever it takes, uh, just to give these developers a moment to their their right moment to shine. Yeah, for sure. Also, shout out to old gar- gods of Asgard. Oh my god. <laughs> what a performance. Killed it. Whoa. That, that Final Fantasy performance was also was just like he that was. Uh, they nailed the musical. So was the um Hellblade. Yes, and uh, yeah, that was cool the, too. yeah. Yeah. That was. They're all, all, cool. all I thought all the performances were good. Um so keep that. I love video game music. If if you can't tell by the fact I have the Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West vinyl and I have also a ton of other video games on there yep. i love video game music and it should be celebrated more which i'm trying to do that for the channel we will get to, i'll talk about that at a later point uh games yeah game there's a lot trailers of trailers that shine um, wow way too many to go over far too many that's what far too many show was but you know i'll list over a couple that i see here and maybe we go into the ones that made us uh made us feel something inside sure uh, I thought one of the things was cool. Dave the Diver and Dredge are teaming up uh, yeah. for some DLC slash game. It's like the most perfect. Let's fit. go. Yeah. Most perfect fit I've ever seen. World of Goo 2 announced. Uh, kind of a cult classic there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metaphor Refantasio trailer shown. We have Matthew McConaughey being in a game called Exodus. And he wasn't even yes. in the trailer. Yeah. I know. <laughs> the ex-Bioware devs. That uh, seems cool. Yeah. It does. That piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. God of War Ragnarok gets free DLC coming out the twelfth. So when this care. podcast airs, um, but it's free care. DLC. Craig, Craig, I don't, I don't I care. care. I care. <laughs> that game is done. Don't ever bring it back. Craig. Untitled Goose game. Uh, Untitled uh, Goose team is making a game called Big Walk. That was that one looks interesting. Interesting. interesting trailer for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown trailer was shown. We then have yeah. gameplay for Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Finally. Still yeah. no date. Kind of disappointing. Uh, 
Unseen Studio reveals Kamuri, uh, and that was an interesting one because mm-hmm. that is an interesting character. Let's see here. Uh, Ori team uh, is making No Rest for the Wicked. Looks cool. Uh, Sega Studios announced a ton of oh, remakes. That looked uh, phenomenal. That one that blew my mind. Crazy yeah. Taxi alone. Sorry. I know there's other, like, others jet on set. I was going to say Jet, jet Set. Jet, jet, jet Set. Yeah. All of them looked phenomenal. Yeah. Page. I need that yep. now. Mm-hmm. Right now. <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Sparking Zero, the NES entry in the Budokai Tenkaichi. I played that game so much when I was a kid. I have to buy it. I have to. <laughs> um, Dead by Daylight is announcing like a single that player cool. horror game. I thought mm-hmm. that was, I thought that that's what they, they kind of need. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, new Visions of Mana. We get Visions of Mana. They yep. a new Mana game. Yes. Cool. I called that when I first saw the trailer. I, was I love it. I played that as a kid, so mm-hmm. I, I cannot wait. Rise of the Ronin, March 22nd of this year. We finally get a yep. date for it. Pretty cool. Uh, OD. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get into OD and some yep. of the other OD. stuff. OD. Uh, Jurassic Park Survival. Looks cool. Black Myth Wukong finally shown and gets also a release trailer five days before I... Oh, sorry, is releasing five days before I turn 30. It's going to be a bad one. Um, <laughs> Suicide Squad also gets a new trailer. Again, I do think that game is in safe hands. I totally agree. Yep. Uh, Warframe update. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Bayek founded his own game studio. So the, the voice for Bayek founded a game studio. Kind of an emotional speech. I was thinking yeah. uh, I'm, I'm I like that, that a lot. I am going to mm-hmm. try it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Barry. I'm going to try that specifically because of that man's speech yeah. and like how, what it means to him. So I'm glad you For brought sure. that up. Yeah. Life is Strange. Uh, the team, that team that made that game is making Lost Records, Bloom and Rage. Mm-hmm. The first Berserker, Kazan, which was a weird 2D action blending of 3D landscape. Really strange. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth theme song, and we saw a little bit of that, including a the most unexpected team up in Apex Legends. It seems like yes. Hero's getting the Buster Sword in his heirloom. Uh, <laughs> Take all my money. Yeah, put the Buster Sword <laughs> in everything this year. Mm-hmm. Greg's time to shine with Honkai Star Rail getting its next destination show. Let's go. I want to bring my friends. Skull and Bones release date. Uh, getting a Blade game made by Arcane Studios. Super excited. Sorry. I was tempering my expectations because of the studio. Yeah, uh, also also they... People reached out to comment to see if this was an Xbox exclusive game. They cannot comment on that. Interesting. They should be be able to say it was or not. Um, Timed exclusive, maybe? That probably. I'd have to imagine. Uh, Twisted Metal 2... Uh, Twisted yeah. Metal getting a second season there. Drunk Anthony yeah. Mackie. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Go ahead. He was drunk. <laughs> yeah. Lightspeed LA Studio announces Last Sentinel. That was an interesting trailer. I was kind of... Uh, I didn't know what was going on with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Hoyoverse also showed Zen- uh, Zenless Zone Zero. It's going to take a lot for me not to spend $100 in that game. <laughs> I, was just, um, I was so mad at them. I'm already <laughs> playing a Hoyo game. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I'm trying to look through and see which other ones. Uh, Fallout TV show debuts new footage yeah. there. Mm. Hello Games makers of No Man's Sky showed Light No Fire, uh, game where apparently it's just a full full on world. Don't let that man anywhere near a microphone again, please. He's over promising again on this game. New Guilty Gear Strive character Elphet. Uh, I'm buying that game. I'm sorry. 
uh, <laughs> for the DL, uh, just just for that character. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 DLC. Finally getting yeah. two sets of it. Finally confirmed that. And the one got shadow dropped the day of. Yep. Uh, that the finals, uh, a shooter uh, is also been announced there. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 out on Xbox. Let's see here. And the bi- kind of biggest surprise of all, uh, Monster Hunter Wilds is the What's, next. Uh, th- next why gen. did that one like I was so hyped up and I maybe it's it just me. Have. I was literally like Monster Hunter. That's it shouldn't have ended. Reveal. It shouldn't have ended. Or I don't know if we had something that I would recommend should have ended more. <laughs> something. I don't oh, know. Yeah, I just... I, yeah, Blade combined with the interview. Yeah, sure. Like the yeah. interview from the gentleman. Um, Death Stranding 2 could have been a thing. Yeah. Uh, we saw you, know what's my, you know what's my favorite, though? And I don't remember the name, but it's like the Monkey King one. You know what I'm talking about? I got to look it up. That was like my favorite trailer. Are you talking about Wukong? Name. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think you're talking about that one. Wukong. Let me see. Yeah, Black Myth okay. Wukong. Yep, yeah, that's, with, yeah, with the Monkey King. Um, that looks phenomenal. I don't even care. Like, that thing looks incredible. Like, I just kept watching that trailer. I was like, man, that's like, that's breathtaking. Oh, that, that monster looks cool. Oh, that's a giant turtle. This looks cool. I don't know. It's like a, a weird Souls-like, right? It is. It is very yeah. much a souls like that game's been teased for a couple of years now. Yeah, to, uh, I'm excited it, for that one. Didn't it look like nothing but kaiju too, or like just large things that mm-hmm. you were fighting? Is is yeah. like what I know, what I remember from it as well. Give me all of that. But yeah, so I'll let you guys talk first, uh, just because I did a bunch of announcements, uh, trailers that made you guys feel something in your heartstrings. Um, can I get this one out the way because it's small? The Dead by Daylight. It's got like an until dawn kind of feel with it. And it's Fandom. something. So, yeah, exactly. And something with Frank is the name, the title of it, Frank Stone. And then it has the words casting of Frank Stone. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I, I'm very, very interested in that. I'm very, very interested in that. I think that's a nice combination of, uh, you know, and I can't wait to kind of see a little bit more. I mean, they did show a good amount, but I can't mm-hmm. wait to see uh, what else they like other gameplay or some type of like trailers regarding that. So that one I'm stuck kinda, out to me. I It looks good, but I'm kind of burnt out on the super massive horror game because they've done so many of them in a row with like they just I don't know if I'm just like. It's kind of like with the uh, Telltale games back in the day where I was like, all right, we've done 50,000 of these. I'm tired of playing these. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about supermassive games where it's like these very narrative driven. You're Yes, you're playing a game, but it's very limited. Walk from here to here, make a choice. Like if it's that style of game, which it kind of looks like it is, like I'm interested, but I'm not like overly excited. Just because there's been like how many in the past three or four years, like five or six. I feel like um, there's been a few, but I yeah, think especially with like the anthology series. That, yeah, that's what, they, yeah. Yep, there was like one of those every out. year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Blade is the obvious choice. Oh, most that look cool. Um, I don't know. OD, obviously. Uh, but I'm trying to like these games are all like years away. Like Blade, who knows when that game's coming out? Because they literally said, let us cook. 
Yeah, let us <laughs> let us cook. I'm like, all right, see you in four years, I guess. <laughs> and again, like, what type of game are we getting from Arcane? Is this like a Dishonored type game? Because if it is, I know Craig, you'll be in. If this is like a Death Loop style game, I won't be. I'll just be like, eh, I'm out. But if this is like Arcane's take on us. Yeah, if this is their take on like a Spider-Man type game, I'm in. You know, make it a little bit more action oriented, then I'm there. But I think Blade was the one. Yeah, most anticipated uh, trailer content going forward. I'm going to be keeping an eye on that game, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Rise of Ronin is an obvious one, at least for me, uh, Mm -hmm. especially because, you know, we we are getting it in March. I'm super excited for that. Um, that March this year, I was playing Wukong's. So I I know it's going to be better than that. So I, I don't know. That one stuck out to me as well. I mean, OD, we talked about already. Yes. Um, that's going to be amazing. Um, we all knew Twisted Metal was going to get a second season, so that was no surprise. Yep. Um, Skull and Bones is probably my top anticipated one, finally getting a date. So I can just take, I'll take uh, all of my paid time yeah. off from my job to play that game no, when it will. comes out. I just remembered the one that I was like the most excited about, and I totally spaced on it. Harmonium, the musical, with the mm. uh, the Death Girl. Oh, yeah. yeah, that looks yeah. cool. That, that looks, looks very cool. Something different. Yeah, like I'm in for that one. That looks cool. Really cool. I'm trying to see if there's any other. So, uh, so I guess while you guys are looking, maybe at some of them, I'll go over mine. Uh, for the most part, I am super excited about Monster Hunter Wilds. Absolutely yes. excited for it. 2025 as well. Not too long of a wait. I'm definitely going to forget it's coming out uh, <laughs> until we see another trailer. We had, and, and again, it's a lot of the big stuff. Like the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth yep. trailer looks so good. It does. And that, <laughs> that, that theme song just kind of like did it over the edge there for me. And, uh, like, again, this is Barry's anime life. It's pretty much, but Metaphor, <laughs> Refantasio, we got that, like, story trailer thing. I'm I'm cool with that. That was, I'm excited for that game coming in winter of next year. Uh, and I, I am excited to get back into God of War Ragnarok. It's going to kick my ass mm-hmm. for the first couple times because I've completely forgotten how to play that game. But uh, this is uh, Kratos, you know, Everybody complained that Atreus is kind of annoying. So, okay, Kratos, we're back to Kratos and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, it feels like we're going to get some sort of DLC as well. That's maybe just Atreus. Uh, We will see. Craig's excited. Craig's excited. Do you feel like they made that game and they were like, all right, we're going to set up Atreus to take over the mantle. And then after everybody was like, dang, he's annoying. Now they're just like, all right, well, maybe we put out a DLC and if people are like, I don't want to play as that, maybe they just retool what they're thinking going forward and go back to Kratos. I feel like change is always going to be met with some sort of pushback. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As I feel like Atreus can be good as long as they just make his combat, uh, you know, fun, make him an interesting character. Age him up. Yeah. Well. Made yeah. him like up. in his yeah. 20s yeah. or something. He had some pretty pivotal parts in that game. And and one of the most colorful locations in that game was where Atreus went, specifically. Oh don't remember. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. I want to be excited for Hellblade 2. Yeah. Uh, I just... I am. They ha- And I guess for the most part, it's on purpose. 
we've seen enough trailers to know that like, Hey, it looks good coming out 2024. If it actually does no date, uh, on whether or not it's actually, I thought the, uh, the combat looked cool. It looks like somebody's helping you in this game as well. Like there was somebody tackling the other person. Um, the, uh, the mana games, um, I know that hits a lot of nostalgia for a lot of people, including myself. So I was really excited to see vision of mana as like a new mana game coming out. And I'm interested to see what the take is on a mana game in 2023. Yeah. Like it's been, it's been at least 10 years over 10 years since a new mana game. Go take a look at sea of stars. Exactly. Play sea of stars in the meantime to get it going. Yep. I should finish that game. <laughs> I feel like that's well, the best. Now's option. the time. Now's the yep. time to start working on that backlog. Yeah. It's the Honkai star rail. <laughs> because uh, unless there's more news, we're going to be talking about the games we played this week. Yeah, game talk about them games. All right, uh, I played talk one game it. and one game only. Alan Avatar Wake oh. Two. <laughs> Ooh. All right, did you beat it? No. <sighs> did you get to the musical? No. Dang it. Oh, okay. All right. So we know, kind of know where you are, or at least where you. Um. Where okay. You're going. I'm glad you're playing it. That's good. Uh, I played some Goat Simulator 3. Uh, that dropped on Game Pass, so I had to check that out. Um, I felt like we should check back in, Barry and I, on Remnant 2. Uh, yeah. we, put some, we put some time into that game. We have put time into that game. <laughs> and then um, I started playing Diablo 3 on console. So I feel like okay. I have to give you the difference between PC and console. Okay. Um, I only have one game, so I'm mirroring Barry here. Um, I started uh, Final Fantasy 16: Echoes of the Fallen oh, DLC. DLC action. Hey, yeah. But uh, what have you also finished uh, Phantom Liberty yet in Cyberpunk? I am currently I am currently waiting on them to get back to me because I have the oh, bug right. issue you told me. with you told me the storm the bug. bug issue where there's a perpetual storm going. <laughs> so waiting that's on ongoing game though, guys. Yeah, CD Projekt Red is ongoingly emailing me back with <laughs> troubleshooting that I have already done because as gamers, we have communities where we all discuss troubleshooting. Yep. Anyway, let's go yep. back to games. I will start ranting. It's not an ongoing game. Get it out of here. All it's right. It's a good game. It's just not ongoing. Uh, so uh, let me give you guys – we'll talk about Remnant 2, and then, yeah. we'll talk, then I'll let you guys know about Alan Wake 2. Sure. So Remnant 2, we've put a lot of time into. Uh-huh. Of – it's uh, I'm mostly enjoying the game with a little bit of a couple drawbacks. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I can't remember a game as of recently that makes shooting feel so good. Yep. Like there is there is good shooting mechanics, good kickback to it. I am. En- I, I overall enjoy like just shooting people, which maybe says something about me that I don't want to <laughs> confront just yet. But um a lot of this game is kind of spent asking ourselves, what are we doing and how do we do it? And a lot of, in a lot of the times and because this is a, what, what Craig and I have learned is that this game has different objectives for everyone, uh, in a certain world. Uh, he started out in my world and it's two different objectives for him to do. So there's two different bosses for him. Uh, there's two different bosses that, you know, I went through one, he went through a different one. We are currently trying to play the game at the same time as well. So we're kind of focusing on Craig's world and what we're doing (laughs) in there. But just overall, like it is kind of a fun shooty Dark Souls that I feel like with friends, like I I am having a lot of fun playing it with you, Craig. We will continue Mm. probably to play it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a matter of 
there are times where Herman and I are both frustrated uh, yes. by the fact that it doesn't feel like door. We go into areas and doors are locked. Like half of the areas, doors are locked. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing here? Um, yeah. The sense of discovery is there because we don't know what we're doing. And I'm not. And we'll walk around 15 that, times. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a double edged sword there where I kind of enjoy some of the stuff we discover and the random stuff that we do together. But it's also a little frustrating to where sometimes the game doesn't hold your hand and tell you where to go. You just yep. need to walk through an entire area, kill a bunch of people. And if you went the wrong way and you're low on supplies, you're going to have to rest and you're going to have to kill them all again. Yep. Yeah, I I think like I've said multiple times while we're playing, like I don't remember the last time that a game has worked this hard against me to make me not like it. Um, <laughs> but but for whatever reason, like we still play it. I what I enjoy is that like each area that you go to is drastically different from the last one. Like you start out and it's like, oh, this is like like post nuclear wasteland. And then we ended up in one that reminded me of like destiny with like rock enemies and then we ended up in in like a gothic, uh, like Bloodborne style world. Um, and then like uh, that's where we had stopped playing. We had stopped at a checkpoint and I had went back into it a couple days later. And I was like, let me see where we're at. Let me go ahead a little bit. And it was just like a boss. But so I was like, all right, I'll, I'm going to try a boss by myself. I got through the boss and now I'm just like in this random jungle. So like it's so drastically different every every thing is just wildly out there and i agree that like the shooting feels really good i enjoy like killing everything there isn't a whole lot of loot right like it's not like you're going to be finding a million guns and be like oh let me drop this there one. is like, a million rings Th there there's are a lot of rings, rings but your guns and like your guns stay for a long time i haven't switched out any of my clothes since i started i don't know if that's like i don't even know where to buy new clothes because they that have is, yeah. stats, but like I have not found a single piece of clothing or seen a place to buy one yet. So that's a little weird. But um, like the bosses are cool. The worlds are cool. Once you figure out where to go, it definitely doesn't hold your hand and it's not going to give you any help. I was even trying to Google at one point. We had played one night and then we stopped because we didn't know where to go. And the next day I was like Googling like, all right, let me at least figure out where to go next. And like when I was Googling it, the answer I got was, oh, it's different for everybody. I'm like, oh, perfect. Like, I can't even like I can't even Google it. Um, but we did finally figure it out. I think it's a good game. I just think it has its flaws for sure. It's a solid. Seven. I think that's fair, probably. Healthy seven, seven, six, seven. Yeah. All right. Uh, Alan Wake two. Yes. Playing with headphones or without. Uh, I'm playing on my surround sound. Trust me, Perfect. it does it justice. Wake. It does it justice. I cannot believe I'm still playing this game after being jump scared as much I as I have. Barry, um, it's constant. I know, I, Barry, I hate it. Go ahead. Go ahead. It, it, all I can do is laugh. Like, yep. it, it scares the living hell out of me almost every every 20 minutes. I, yep. I get comfortable. And then uh, and then two seconds later, it's a it's a, you know, I, I kind the of a flash. schizophrenic, yeah, the flashback mm -hmm. of like someone yelling at me. Yeah, um, or yeah, something. <laughs> yep. something and toward. you guys will get an idea of how far I am in the game. It's not very far. 
Um, but like the section I just played where I just got the shotgun and the gentleman busts through the cabin. Yeah. Uh, I literally put my controller down. I was like, <laughs> man, yeah. like it just never, it never ends. And it has, it has a lot to do with the tension that the game is building mm-hmm. because like the girl that just talked to Saga Rose telling me about what just happened to what happened to my daughter. And I'm like, who the hell are you? Who are you? T- who are you to tell me what's going yep. on here? Um, yeah. But again, this is Alan Wake. The, you know, I, I kind of expected this coming in just because I did watch two hour video on what <laughs> on what Alan Wake and one and control are. I am I'm ha- I am having a lot of fun with it. Good. I j- uh the jump scares like it's gonna, Yo. gonna take me. It's gonna take me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I was not prepared because even like in the first five seconds, it gives you that like flash schizophrenic, you know, moment yeah. thing. And I was again like, all I can do is I jump scare, I get jumped, yep, and I laugh. I have to laugh it off because I have to keep <laughs> playing. Um, Craig, I um, I didn't okay. want to psych you out of playing the game because the game is so good that like I tried to downplay it but it is that constant like they're never gonna let you be comfortable in this game not once like even when you're in the town yeah and like you're walking around talking to people those are your moments where you're like you can kind of like breathe and you're like Mm -hmm. okay let me go talk to people let me check things off my board and and you know what I mean? Let me do that. Um, but then when you start going in, you just have to like you do have to accept it as like they're going to get me over and over again. And you just have to be like, OK, cool. Now let me play that part when in the cabin, when he comes through the wall, that got me so good. Yeah, oh, man, cause I did not expect that. And I'm like, oh, dear God. <laughs> and I think yeah. I missed. I think my shot missed because I like pulled the, you know, my controller. But um. I think like so you haven't you haven't played as Alan yet then. No, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and get to that today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where it really takes off. Yeah. If you and if it's any uh, um, if it causes you any solace with this, like I actually and the last time I did something like this was with the Game of Thrones books um, with the last two. I looked up recommendations on how to play the chapters Mm-hmm. So that you kind of keep the story flowing because you could ob- eventually you'll be able to go back and forth between the two at your leisure between yep. chapters. And there is apparently a way to like really like get the game kind of fluently going by going at a certain one. So I would recommend that also, you know. Yeah, I think when when you get the ability to switch back and forth and it's cool that they do that. I just looked at it as like you're going to play a section and then they're going to you're going to get to a checkpoint and there's going to be a puddle on the ground and they'll tell you like, Hey, you can switch back now. Or maybe at that point you can't, but I always looked at it as like, you know what? I'm having more fun playing a saga and hearing her story right now. I'm going to keep going. Or there were times where I was like, I'm having so much fun playing as Alan Wake. I'm just going to keep going for another two or three checkpoints. And then I'll go back to her and you can do that. Um, so whatever, like if you're like, if you're playing an Alan Wake section, you're like, Oh my God, that was, that was rough. All right, cool. Switch back over to saga and go do the town for a little bit you know yeah and like this doesn't ruin it but saga tends to have the longer sections so yep. sometimes when i'm done with her w- with a section i'll just be like oh, where's alan i miss his voice you know <laughs> so i'll go back to alan yeah. um yeah. i'm glad you mentioned the jump scares barry because there's a reason why i haven't finished this game and it's not because i'm too scared to play it 
but it literally is because like I'm also walking around trying to find everything too because it is a survival horror game. Yep. So like you don't have a lot of bullets and all those other type of things. So it's taken me a bit, but every single jump scare I guarantee that you jumped at, I jumped at over here. I'm playing it while my wife is actually playing um, Power Wash Simulator, so she's having a different gaming experience in the same no room. Kidding. But she. But she just hears me going like, you did it again. You got me, right? Was it, what is this? Is this Get Craig? Is this the Get Craig game? Alan, like, it, that's me when I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. you're not alone, my guy. I know Craig has a better um, tolerance for that. But, yeah. like, you're not alone, Barry. It's like, they're, they're, they're terrifying. Which is hilarious because neither one of you have gotten to the, uh, the part yet. I don't know if I did, Craig, because I have to ask you maybe off, off stream. Sure. Or off, uh, off the after we're done recording, because like I don't know if I am yet, because I did okay. go go a little ways myself as well. Okay, I'm but you sure. like it, Barry? Yes, yes, okay. I do. I li- like. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I would hate to be I, like. Eh, look, I, 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 I just, I, I'm just, I just hope that, like, I either reach the point where it doesn't affect me as bad, or. Yep. The game starts to be, or the game like stops doing. <laughs> the game stops doing it, which it's not going to. It's not going to. Um, but <laughs> it's not. In in order for me to keep fighting through, like all the jump scares that like definitely get me, uh, I the story has to continue to like pull me in, and I yep. just hope it. I hope it keeps this momentum all the way through. Oh, it um, definitely does. Yeah. Because like the the one thing, does. and I don't know if it was just like the beginning portion. But the first taken you uh, you take on in the in the morgue. Um, oh yes. I I, I don't know what yes. happened because I I was just going to run and get my gun after yeah. he kind of made his way around, but I sprinted and he grabbed me. He teleported. Yeah. Me yeah. Me and I was like, okay, that's kind of stupid. That that that. I waited. I was just gonna turn around and shoot him, but then you know. Got to wait in the then, light. Yeah, and then I well I did wait in the light. Oh okay. You, I waited for him to go all the way like around, and then I, because I sprinted, oh, he got yeah. me. That yeah. was the he was like alerted. He, mm-hmm. Well, so, and, yeah. and alerted doesn't mean you teleport to me. Um, <laughs> it does now in Wake. <laughs> yeah, it does. And it, it was funny for me because the uh, the game then tells you this is not how the story goes, and I'm like, okay, I get it, Alan. You know, I get it. I messed up the story. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. But did you guys listen to the entire song? Uh, after kind of the whole, the there's oh, a song after every that chapter. plays. Yep. Oh, is there a song yeah. that plays after every chapter? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I'm only it's, chapter. It's very two relaxing. Which yeah, is, I like cool. that they do that because you're usually like just like this at the end of the chapter, and then yep. you're like, oh, okay, thank God. They did what that in I... they did that in the first Down Wake after the end of because yeah. they were episodes. Each chapter yeah. was an episode. But yeah, well, yeah. For thing. for me, after the song ends, I waited like another four minutes. Like, because I was waiting for Alan Wake to do something to me. I was like, you're going to get me. You're going to scare me. And I'm ready for it. Like, I'm I'm actually ready. And then it didn't give it to me. So that just proves Alan Wake. Alan Wake knows me better than I know myself. That's true. Um, knew. Barry, I want to hear your take on the inhabitants of that world. Because as you play, I just kind of want to see what your take is on just like talking to them and being around them. Because like, that's something that. I'm going to talk about it when I finish it, but that's something that's really intrigued me. It's just um, the connection that you have with the characters you meet as well. Look, uh, my favorite thing in Alan Wake right now is I just turn on my light to, and shine it in everyone's face. And I go, have you been drinking tonight? Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. It's probably just uh, it's probably something weird, but I am enjoying Alan Wake 2. It's it's riding this very razor thin line of keeping me interested in the story, but then not scaring me off. It is a very razor thin line. It's walking right now. It just needs to keep doing it. And I will definitely fight through every single jump scare. I think like there was there was a there was a moment for me when I really started getting into it where like you get in the groove with that game, you're shining your light, you're shooting him and you're just like full blown in that moment. And you're just like, yep, jump scare. Boom, you're dead up. There's no. Yep. Boom, you're dead. And you just keep going. Honestly, it just kind of gets burned into your brain that you're like, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, I, think I, just I, have, yeah. I just need to get into the mindset kind of like I did with uh, Resident Evil. Yep. I, yeah. I, think that, I think that's what I have to do because, yeah, you you definitely underplayed the jump scare. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, there's a bunch. I you off because it's I think it's a game that everybody should play. And if I were yeah. to tell you, like, oh, my God, it's a jump scare every 10 minutes, you would have been like, I'm not interested. Barry and like to be honest with you like like what I do now is I just like kind of I do the jogging through it I run to wherever because I know they're going to jump scare me so I just like kind of just jog through everything with the expectancy of them to just throw whatever antagonist is I'm looking for face you know in my face or scratch whichever you know Mr. Scratch yeah sorry the the lights are flickering I'm in my house I'm so I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure Alan Wake is is inhabited in my home now. Wake, yeah. your it's, lights it's... and my lights both flickered at the same time. Well, no. What what was bad? What was bad as well is during the morgue scene. Uh, my like we we didn't lose power, but my lights flashed <laughs> at the same time as they were flashing in the game. Perfect. I had to stop. What? I had to stop because I was like, look, I know, I know, it's a little rainy in Central PA today. But this was like, eh, yes. wow, right that's hilarious. Um, that is hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, at this point, Alan Wake has entered, entered my life. I'm I'm go. just another one of his characters. He wrote you into the point. story. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, did, he wrote yeah. you into the Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you go ahead and tell us about your game then, Craig. All right. Um, Goat Simulator 3 that dropped on Game Pass. I've been kind of waiting for it to drop on Game Pass. Um. There is no Goat Simulator 2. If you don't know, they just went from right from 1 to 3, which is hilarious. Um, these are like... Fashion. Yeah. I love the Goat Simulator games. They're such a good, like, chill, um, wacky game to play. Like, they literally start the game with the uh, the cart scene from Skyrim. Like, you're in a cart with with uh, three other goats. That's fantastic. Yeah, and they even... They, they mention it. Um but you can actually play this game co-op, which is kind of cool if you want to grab some friends. I just like that. Like they take anything they can from other games and throw it in here. Like there's a button to do like tricks like Tony Hawk. You can grind rails, um, but then you're going around and like little mini things like, hey, help the help the farmer finish fixing his tractor or something stupid. And do you literally like headbutting something and it falls on the farmer or something stupid? Um, but it's very entertaining I think I have like a love for it because when my daughter was younger, we both used to play Goat Simulator all the time. It was like her favorite game because she could just she didn't like she didn't play the game. She would just run around and like cause mayhem. And you can easily do that for hours in this game if you want or if you really want to focus in on the story. I'll put that in quotations story. Um, There's a story there for you to do and objectives and all that stuff. But I think it's like the perfect type of Game Pass game. 
I think it was even it was cheap when it came out. I want to say it was like 30 bucks or something like that. Um, just a super cool game, especially for actually maybe it's not good for right now because I should be finishing other games. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm having fun running around as a goat. Being That's what idiot. matters. Yeah. You know, you like to keep it. That simple. is. Um, but also speaking of games that are not the perfect time to start uh, Diablo three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on console. Um, I had stopped playing it on PC. Uh, and part of the reason I had stopped was because I was getting tired of clicking so many times when I play like that whole game. You're just like, click, 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 click. And the last Diablo on console, I played more because it would just felt better. And playing Diablo four, sorry, not three, um, playing on console with a controller and having all your like the way all your spells bind to your your controller just feels good. So I'm not sitting there clicking 80,000 times in a one hour session. I can sit like literally just chill and like it just I don't know something about it on a console feels so good. And it like part of it pulls at me that I'm like, no, you shouldn't be playing Diablo on console. You should be playing it on PC. That's where it started. That's where it's meant to be. But at the same time, man, it feels so good on console. It just feels incredible. Um, So I've been playing that a lot in between like our remnant sessions. Diablo has been my go to right now um, just to kind of go in and play for an hour which in that game, an hour means you probably didn't even do any of the main quests. You probably did eight side yes. quests because there's so many of them. There are so many. Um, but I'm still having a blast playing as the necromancer and just killing everything with my horde of skeletons. Um, it's a good time. So I would say if you're on the fence about Diablo, now's the perfect time. It's cheap. Um, I would almost lean towards console, honestly, over PC at this point. Um, it's I think it's just the better experience. All right. Uh, I might tap into that game again with yeah. my wife because we have a campaign going together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Final Fantasy 16 Echoes of the Fallen. Yeah. Um, quick disclaimer. I am not incredibly far into it yet. Obviously, it hasn't been out for a long time. Um, and then there was that scare where what of what it was doing to people's consoles. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you, Barry, for letting us know prior to. <laughs> Well, and it. it wasn't the game. It was it was PlayStation it was, yeah. servers. Yeah, Play- it was PlayStation so- server. Sony sucks sometimes. <laughs> as yeah. much as I'm a yeah. Sony fanboy, uh, it's like they're not they, prepared. Yeah, I I just you know I just don't know what the what they do sometimes. Like I think it had something to do with the console update, switching people's internet to something that the PlayStation doesn't support. It eventually fixed itself, according to them. Uh, but it was just one of those things where early in the morning, there was no error code that it uh, that PlayStation had listed on it. And people were telling me that their PlayStation, like they had to send it in for a $250 repair. Oof. And I was like, I can't yeah. afford this during Christmas. Like, no, the holiday season, like I got to be using that money for, for gifts, not to buy a, a new PlayStation Slim or send <laughs> yeah. out my PlayStation. So right. I'm just glad it fixed itself. And I'm just glad that I. Instead of instead of erasing my entire console, uh, just just waiting. Patience. Yeah, it's usually Fair. the greatest key. Yeah. Um, as far as the uh, the expansion itself, what from what I did play, um, one of the things that I won't say disappointed, but I was like, just kind of like inquiring about in my own head or making is like, when you start it, 
Um, you get a couple of items, and then from wherever you last saved, if you're like the three of us and beat the game, it just starts right before the final battle. Oh. And all you got to do is just talk, walk up and talk to a NPC. They get it going for you. It kind of operates as a separate mission in itself. Um, you can select it, and then they do a couple of point of no return kind of things early on but i've noticed that you could still fast travel when you do get to those points um but the beginning is kind of like a where are we going because you spend a lot of time going through already explored portions of the map so i was a little worried in the beginning because i was like this is supposed to be dlc i i'm just kind of they were like go here oh no okay now go here oh no go here and you're just kind of like doing a, a like a foot. It almost felt like I was doing like a, a cross country race just <laughs> across the map. Um, but then I got to a part where it definitely said, all right, here is the DLC. So I'm excited for where it's going. Obviously, you, we, the three of us saw the trailers and like what to expect in terms of, um, you know, some, well, not summons, but you know what I mean, um, in that game. And it looks like it's going to be very, very good. It's like the part, the, the parts that I'm at, the difficulty has ramped back up to where my character should be, which was something else I was also worried about because I was fighting level 30 some things when I was level uh, 50. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess 49 at that point because I never got to 50 like Craig did. Um, <laughs> but when you get to where the DLC really starts ramping up and showing you what the new story is going to be about, Definitely, I've had a couple of boss battles already. Same type of, like, in your moment, like, let's go, like, and I'm not sure if I'm going to win. Let me get all of my suit, like, my my specific uh, moves off in the time frame that I need to do it. So, like, there's there's definitely those feels. I thought I was almost going to die the second boss I fought. Um, but I pulled it together at the end, did a little limit break, got the health back. You guys know the nine yards there. Um, I'm excited to play it. I, I think it's I think it's going to be worth the ten bucks, definitely. And I know that the three of us are excited that there is another one promised. What did they say? Like spring? Hmm? Was it spring they promised? Okay, so yeah. So it it's good. It's good. The only other issue I had is very small. And let me know if you guys experienced this. Is it seemed a little sluggish when I loaded the game up again and got into the DLC? Hmm. Like it didn't feel as polished as the game that I remembered. It felt like so, I loaded in. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, we'll have to see. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it felt like I loaded in and the game was buffering is what it felt like. <laughs> okay. That's hmm. what it felt like to me. So let me know if you guys run into that when you guys give it a whirl. But yeah, it looks like it's going to be great. I can give a final synopsis when I'm done. Do you guys know how many hours they uh, anybody I haven't said even heard. Yeah. Okay. So... We'll see. I, I think uh, I think hot take after the second DLC, they're going to announce that there is a new ending. Oh yeah, DLC. Um, Echoes of the Fallen, right? That's what you said. It's called. That's the, the one, one he started. Yeah. And yeah. Under under uh, three tides hours. Rising. Okay. That's what oh, it wow. says. Under three hours. Well, okay so, then. So you might be almost done. <laughs> it might I'm be. actually. I'm actually what you said at the beginning about like going to other places. Um, I might actually be okay with that because I feel like if I play it, I'm going to need that time to be like, how do I play again? Because yeah, it's been absolutely. so long. 
you will. Like, I'd be like, I don't remember all these buttons combinations that I was throwing when I got to the end of the game. And I felt like I was like the master Final Fantasy player. <laughs> so I probably need it. Yeah. There, uh, yeah. And if you were, and, and like at that point we played because we played the game so um, religiously when it was out that, yep. yeah, there was one point in certain battles where like I would just do the move and just hold the controller because yep. I knew how much time I had while the move was going on. And I knew that one actually stopped time for a second you know, yep. while they were in break status. So <laughs> you do need that time to get acclimated again. I was very sluggish when I was playing um, yeah. until I got it down a little bit more. I didn't even remember what moves I had, what equipment I had or whatever. So, okay. Pro- it so looks not, promising. So not very long, three hours or so. Okay. Yeah, but that's all I played. Okay. Um, as the vibes are immaculate for, uh, <laughs> for me lately, the movies I watched was... Hannah Waddingham's Home for Christmas on Apple TV Plus. I did watch that a couple weeks ago. Um, also on Apple TV Plus, I started Monarch Legacy of Monsters. That's the Godzilla TV show. And then, uh, Lord help me, I watched Killers of the Flower Moon. All three and a half hours of that bad boy. Lord help did you. you. Indeed. <laughs> Lord help <I> you. <laughs> Uh, my wife and I dug into the Christmas movies, so like I just yes. watch old Christmas movies, but I don't have like anything new that I would watch. It's all stuff that you guys. I mean, if you want me to hear my hot take on Elf, I can give it to you. <laughs> One of the greatest <laughs> movies of our time. It's what yes. it is. Yes, what it is. <laughs> well, and I guess with that, you kind of gave me the transition to talk about uh, the Christmas of uh, the Christmas special on Apple mm-hmm. TV Plus. Uh, in a short, in short, oh my God, did it get me in the Christmas spirit? It is it's one funny, especially if you're a Ted Lasso fan. Um, There are a couple cameos there that people will enjoy Two, Hanning Waddingham, like can do it all. She can sing. She she can sing. She's hot. Uh, Bonk. (laughs) Uh, I'll admit. Bonk. bonk. Um, Bonk. (laughs) Also, like, I I don't know what Apple TV does sometimes. This is one of the most picturesque. Every Apple TV show is incredible. I don't know what they're doing, and I, I guess extrapolations that the one TV show I have watched on there, I really wasn't that impressed with. This hmm. was on another level. Ted Lasso um, looks phenomenal, too. It does. Yeah, it's I just don't know what they're doing. I, I, what I hate is they're going to be like, oh, this is all shot on Apple. Uh, yeah, and that's what I was iPhone saying. 15 Pro Max. Yep. Yep. And I'm going to be like, this is stupid. Yep. Um, regardless it's got to be the uh, way it's encoded through that through the app or yeah. something yeah because it's it like true 4k yeah it's real. it looks really anything you watch really polished yeah yep yeah uh if you want to get into the christmas spirit craig watch this uh just That's because great. she she's a fantastic singer uh every single like little break she puts in it's a little funny uh the dresses i i have to know how much some of the stuff she wears costs because that was so, like they're just they're gorgeous uh i don't know I, dresses now <laughs> I, I look i i was in awe i really was yeah. in awe of this uh she she i didn't realize how incredible she was and that's my own that's my own fault for not knowing enough about her go ahead and say bonk um, again you know you want no, to no no I, 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 didn't, I didn't barry I didn't barry do, do we have to call dua lipa and tell her that <laughs> no 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 no, new, no 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 nothing like news. that uh but uh, at the end of it, I was like, you know what? The, the, that made me feel good. Like mm-hmm. the Christmas stuff, all the Christmas songs she sang, the guests were all were all there. It is a fun time. It would have been so cool to be there live, like especially yeah. during like the little finale part. 
would have been would have been really cool. You should absolutely give it a watch. Yep. It's not very long either. Nope. 44 minutes. Yeah. It's a short one. I like mm-hmm. all the cameos. Cameos were cool. I thought it was really cool. Um, you know, it's not short. <laughs> Killers <laughs> with flower moon. Yep. Let's we're on two opposite sides of the oh, spectrum. Man. Um, I wasn't like super hyped for this movie, but I was like, I should probably watch it. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, Oh, this is an Oscar movie. It's definitely an Oscar movie. Uh, it's like three and a half hours. Um, this movie could have been like two, <laughs> two hours tops. And we would have got the same out of it. There's just like, is it Scorsese? It, um, I don't know. Here, I'll look it up. I'll look it if up. If it's Scorsese, then it's definitely, I, I don't think needs it to be is. three. I don't think I don't it think is either. Is. Um, like Leonardo's perf is great in it. Everybody in the movie is great. Like, um, it has to do with like, we're talking about way back when in America with like native Americans and the mix between native Americans and, and the, the white Europeans who are coming in to take their land and, and like they're marrying the native Americans and like, it's all that going on. And in between that, there's like uh, a bunch of murders going on. Who was it? It's a Scorsese film. He's right. That's why it's three and a half hours. (laughs) There's just like, there's so much in this movie that you can tell they filmed and he, and obviously Scorsese was like, nope, we're keeping it. You know what I mean? But it's like you watch and you're like, I didn't need any of that at all. Uh, Is it going to, I don't know if it's going to win awards or not. Um, Side note, uh, Barbie got nominated for like a bazillion golden globes. And it's like the second most nominations for a movie ever. So congratulations to Barbie. Congratulations. To Bar- yes. um, I am not one that gets into Oscar movies and we know what those are. They're specifically made to win awards. They're specifically made to get actors awards like they did with Leonardo way back when um, it's an okay movie. Like it was entertaining enough, but like, it's not something I'd ever watch again. And it's not something I would really recommend unless you're just like super interested in it. Uh, I just felt I watched it out of necessity. I spent a lot of time on my phone. (laughs) It's one of those movies. Um, So, yeah, take take that for what it is. It's not going to end up on my list. That's for sure. Um, But I did start Monarch uh, Legacy of Monsters, mainly because my wife has been obsessed with Godzilla movies the past couple of years. I don't know why. I respect her for that. Sorry, Um, I like I like Godzilla. I'm super excited to watch, uh, what is that, Godzilla Years Minus Zero? one. Minus one. Minus but one. I'm not going to watch that in theaters because um, I I don't like watching subtitled movies in theaters. I just don't. That's um, fair. So once that comes out streaming and digital, I'll check it out. But uh, another Apple TV series that looks crystal clear when I'm watching it, and it's pretty cool. You're getting like a, a nice little story of like from the 50s when they first found like the monsters and then also cut with today after like what happened in the last Godzilla movie. It's a nice like mix. Um, everybody in it is phenomenal acting wise. And like, I think it's just a really good series. I've heard good things about it. I just keep forgetting because I never look in my Apple TV app like ever. Um, and I was like, Oh, you know what? That was on there. I need to watch that before the end of the year. So a hundred percent of like, if you like Godzilla, check it out. If you don't like Godzilla, it's also good. It's kind of a good like disaster type after the Godzilla attack and everybody's trying to survive type movie. It's really cool. So definitely check that one out. But yeah, I and think we're, getting, of, we're getting near the end of uh, movies for the year, right? 
Yep. Yeah. Just a couple more to get through. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of good things about A24's film Past Lives. Yep. Uh, yep. So I'm I'm trying to figure out how to watch that. And I will be going to the theater to see Godzilla Minus One as long as it's playing locally. Yeah, so, I think it okay. is. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. And I did not I did not forget what I said a couple of weeks ago. I do still plan on trying to watch every single major movie that comes out next year. So I'm in the process of compiling all that onto a list that I can print out and mark off as I go. That's my there goal for next right. year. My New Year's resolution. Okay. Yeah, because it's definitely not beating Red Dead Redemption 2. Nope. <laughs> uh, okay. We need a new gaming resolution. That's what yeah, we, we need. do. We'll, we'll make one. Uh, but then I, I guess to end the podcast, Craig, hottest take on the Christmas films that you watched? Yes. I mean, Elf is the number one movie. Uh, Chris. Oh, here's a hot take. Mm-hmm. Um, every streaming service is like blown away by Elf. We'll stick with Elf. But like, if you look, it is dominating the top 10 of like every streaming service that provides it. Mm-hmm. And then also another hot take. There are not enough Christmas movies via streaming services either. Agreed. Very hot take. Very learned today and yesterday when we were really trying to find some nuggets. You have to jump around. You have to jump. Yeah. But there's a lot of them playing the same ones, too. Yeah. yeah. Where they have like they have like Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yep. That's on and, what, and you're Prime like, oh, or something. It's on it's on multi, it's on Prime, I think, Max. Yeah. And there's it's like that. OK, I get it. Mm-hmm. Christmas Carol, yep. um, you know, stuff like that. But that's my hot take is Elf is like the number one movie in December every year no matter what do on you, streaming services too. As do well. you guys have like, I don't I'm trying to figure out if it's just me. That's weird. But like, do you have movies that like you won't watch until the week of Christmas? Because elf for me is one of them. Like elf home alone. I will not watch until the week of Christmas die hard. I have to watch Christmas Eve. I don't know if you guys have those or if I'm just like weird, but like it's probably jingle all the way for me. Say I already watched that. I watched that uh, this past week, but it's, like, uh, yeah, it's Charlie. It's Charlie Brown Christmas for me. Okay, um, like the it has to be. It has to be watched Christmas Eve. Okay, and then what we'll, what we'll do is we'll do what we do with Halloween movies is we'll try to put like most of the number ones, but like Elf just found its way in our watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just wanted to see it. Yeah, I just I like spent, to have. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I was gonna say I spent two hours uh, this week looking in stores because I'm trying to find a Blu-ray of like those older ones, the uh, yes. like the puppet. Once, because yep. they're my favorite. I I watched those so many times as a kid, and it, it it's hard to find even now. And I don't think many streaming services have them either. So it's we like we of- bought that on Blu-ray a couple of years ago, and yeah, yeah, you're right. I have not seen it on streaming services since. Because um, those are those are the Christmas movies for yeah. me. Yeah, like Rudolph, you're talking about, and like those yeah. ones, Frosty yeah. the Snowman. Yep. Yep. Yeah, um, those are classics. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I have to watch those. but yeah uh we'll go ahead and end the podcast here i want to thank everybody for listening and your support if you're listening on your podcast listening platform of choice please make sure to like and leave us a review and share it with a friend if you feel so inclined if you are watching us on youtube please make sure to like and subscribe let us know i don't know the most uh that uh, try to explain to me that you know, Baldur's Gate deserves all the awards that it got, I guess. I'm, I'm going to make somebody <laughs> mad saying that. Uh, <laughs> but again, uh, I just kid. Baldur's Gate's the greatest game ever made. I appreciate yeah. all of the support you guys give us. And we'll see you guys next time. See Bye. You. Bye, guys.